Welcome back to Disney Marvels for the week of July 1st, 2018. This is episode 11. Disney Marvels, the podcast about Disney, Marvels, the TV shows, video games, anything that's Disney is fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. Now, on to the news. The U.S. Department of Justice passed Wednesday has granted a provisional approval for Disney's $71.3 billion purchase of 20th Century Fox, 21st Century Fox Entertainment assets. The news is a win for Disney, though the deal is not completely done until the Fox board votes on it. Comcast could still make a bid for Fox uh, in raising the stakes, forcing Disney to pay more. But... That is questionable. The thing is, Fox, that Disney will not be allowed to get the 22 regional sports networks. According to the Department of Justice, it is conditional that Disney um, they have filed an antitrust suit blocking Disney from acquiring those, uh, saying that it will give Disney too much of a majority in the sports uh, television network, having that they have the ESPN, and this could raise cable prices for um, viewers so upon the acquisition Disney will have to sell off the regional Fox regional sport networks within the 90 within 90 days um, so that's gonna make things very interesting um, actually there's a there's a thought going out there that Comcast could still swoop up and grab those uh, grab the Fox regional sports networks granted I don't see how that's going to be any different than Disney owning it uh, being that Comcast does have the NBC sports networks but that's not for us to decide in other news early 2019 there was uh, there's going to be another exciting reason to rev up to uh, visit Disney Hollywood Studios it's Lightning McQueen's Rally. Pardon me, Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy, a high-octane, first-of-a-kind news show, according to Disney, which will put you right in the middle of the worlds of Disney Pixar's Cars. According to Imagineering, uh, at Lightning McQueen's Race Academy, located near Rocking Roller Coaster, you will come face to face with the racing legend Lightning McQueen who is excited to showcase what he's learned over the years with you. The next generation of rookie racers. Of course, as Lightning McQueen has discovered that throughout his career, things don't always go according to plan. And he has to think fast to get back on course. His friends Mater and Cruz Ramirez 
Uh, and gangs uh, from Radiator Springs will be on his side. Lightning gears up for the as Lightning gears up for the challenge. This will be in the new Flex Theater that they've built in the Hollywood Studios around Sunset Boulevard. Walt Disney, the world of Disney stores and Disney Springs has reopened after a lengthy refurb and retheming. It's got much more of a inclusive look into. Uh, the same type of feel that the rest of Disney Springs has now instead of the whimsical it's much more subdued and toned down um, me personally it kind of reminds me of a Land's End store Walt Disney World Magical Express will also be getting a new look on their buses um, it will be bringing them more in line of the Disney Cruise buses in their uh, outward appear appearance still run by mirrors on to the rumors. Kevin Feige has told GameStop.com that he intends to have more female directors directing movies. Hopefully this is the case. That is one thing that uh, Marvel has been criticized, that they do not have enough female um, directors in power of their, uh, their feature films. So Marvel is looking to rectify that. Speaking of females in power, Evangeline Lilly. The Wasp in the upcoming Ant-Man and the Wasp is pushing for an all-female Marvel movie as well as many others. And there's also a rumor out there that Daredevil will be appearing in the upcoming Black Widow movie. This is yet to be seen. Feige has said, don't hold your breath. Now, on with the show. Have you been to Bahia, Dona? No. no? Well, let's go. If you go to Bahia, my friend, you'll never return. E muita sorte tem, e muita sorte tem, e muita sorte terá. Have you been to Bahia, Dona? Well, let's go. To talk about today's topic, we need to go back. Way back to August 17th, 1941. Now, what's so important about this date? And how does it relate? Well, sit back, relax, and I'll let you know. Two things were going on at this time, particularly involving the Disney Company. One big thing, which actually more involved the uh, Hollywood in general, the U.S. government wanted to promote um, or encourage Hollywood personalities to visit Latin America countries, help promote tourism, and also to calm the possibility of the growing Nazi influence um, once now the fall of Nazi Germany, a lot of the uh, prominent Nazi supporters and generals were believed to have escaped into South America and Latin America countries, and possibly the fears were that they would start um, back up with what they were doing. So the government wanted to get Hollywood involved because well, people love Hollywood and they people listen to Hollywood. So let's get there. Let's get the people down there and get the studios involved and making pictures and involving in their TV shows and just promoting. Well, it wasn't very much in the way of TV shows at that point, but promoting you know, the Latin America culture and the, the countries and get people interested and involved. Well, unfortunately, this wasn't going so well. So they turned to Walt Disney and started begging him. 
The other big story, unfortunately, going on at the Disney company itself at this time was very much the unrest of the studios. The the staff um, and the animators weren't exactly happy with the leadership and what was going on at that time. And the unions were basically banging at the gates, uh, trying to make their way in and unionize the studios. And, and Walt personally took this very hard. Um, he sees... He trusted his staff. He saw them a lot, friends and family, and he, it was it was very personal because well, it's his name on that billboard, you know, on the entrance. So, a lot of his generals, a lot of the people closest to him, encouraged him. Hey, you know the, the U.S. government wants you to take this trip down to South America. It may not be a bad idea. And Walt said, hey, I don't know, I don't know. Well, we may be able to use this for some movies. We may be able to get some great ideas for movies and TV shows to to come out of this. July, Walt had a list of names of who's coming with him. August 17th, he was landing in Rio de Janeiro. Walt was able to develop a lot of ideas from the, the South America um, trip. So let's fast forward three years. The one film that... One of the films that came from this trip was the 1944 Three Caballeros. In short, it is a movie about Donald Duck. So Donald Duck receives, on his birthday, the traditional Friday the 13th, a gift. In the box is a film projector and some movies that he, reel-to-reel movies, of course, it's 1940s. He sets everything up, gets his popcorn, and he starts watching these movies that basically teach about different countries in Latin America. And there's a lot of different stories. Well, eventually, Donald meets the Erequan bird. Well, no, 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 not just the Erequan bird. The Erequan bird is um, not the main point. No, he meets Jose Carioca, who we previously met in 1942's Salus Amigos. So, you rejoin those two, and Jose takes them to his homeland of, uh, I believe it's Brazil, uh, Bahia, and you start you know, seeing different things, learning about that culture, and then, as they're moving along, they run into a gaucho, Panchito, and he starts telling about his home in New Mexico, and then you have... They break into the song of the Three Caballeros, and they, you know, it kind of builds from there, and so that's that's the you know Three Caballeros in a nutshell. Um, it's a traditional animated movie with some live action uh, put in, several musical numbers, and it, it's it's actually quite a beautiful movie. Um, it's always been one of my favorites, kind of like a hidden gem. It's not as dramatic of a storytelling as, say, S Sleeping Beauty or uh, Little Mermaid or Lion King or anything like that. But it is it, it's, it's one of those collection of short ones, kind of more like Salus Amigos, um, Three Caballeros, um, Make My Music. It's from that same time, time period. Even Winnie the Pooh is a collection of shorts. Uh, most people probably, a lot of people probably don't realize that that the uh, Winnie the Pooh movie is more along the collection of shorts. But I diverge. Diverge. 
So we flash, 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 ooh, excuse me, flash forward to 2016. And just be, a little before actually even the DuckTales reboot is really put to, to work, they've already started on producing another project with Donald Duck. And it's a new show and uh, new show in production called The Legend of the Three Caballeros. So despite its earlier production, The Legend of the Three Caballeros actually did not debut until June 9th this year, 2018. DuckTales came out last year in 2017, November 2017, I believe. So there's there's a Now, this is where it gets interesting. It's more of a reboot. So kind of just like the movie, the the series starts off, the series of 13 episodes. What a surprise, it's Donald Duck. Um, it, which is only available on the Disney Life app currently in the Philippines. But there are, being modern technology the way it is nowadays, there are ways to be able to see it. And this is actually how I was able to get it. I was able to um, look it up on YouTube or uh, one of your other uh, free streaming services, and you you might be able to find it out there. Um, most of the episodes in English, uh, for those who listen to it want to watch it in English. Um, so it starts off just like the movie on Donald's birthday, Friday the 13th. Donald's happy at his house, making himself breakfast. Everything's wonderful and going well, and a song in the air, a smile on his lips, a dance in his step, and Daisy calls him on the phone, you know, I'm in town, pick me up at the bus stop, he's already happy, then he gets a call from his boss, you're late for work, and Don's complaining, oh, it's my birthday, it's my birthday, no, he has to come into work, alright, so things start going downhill from there, well, without spoiling too much, this is Donald Duck, and things hit rock bottom. I mean just everything falls apart for him. Nothing goes well. Nothing's happy. Nothing's good. So where you go from there? He's sitting on the, the curb and he gets a letter. And in the letter Hi. he not right now Siri um, he gets a letter saying uh, that he's got an inheritance from his great uncle Clinton Coote. Oh boy, things are turning around. So he's got money now, he he goes to what he thinks is Clinton Coote's mansion, makes himself a sandwich because he's hungry, and he's kicked out of the mansion because it's actually someone else's house. His inheritance is the shack, adventure shack next door. So kind of dismayed and just upset he meets the the lawyers there and she's explained that you know this was left to you and two others well, who else is it left to just then of course Jose Carioca shows up and they're introduced for the first time and then jumping out of an airplane is Panchito so that's how the three Caballeros in this are reunited. They haven't met each other before. So this is, like I said, more of a reboot. As things go along, Daisy, who is not really happy with Donald, decides to send over 
her nieces, April, May, and June. Not the nephews in this one. It's April, May, and June this time around. So they're charged with keeping an eye on Donald, trying to keep him straight. And they fill in the place for Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And you know what? They are a good complement to the story, I feel. In addition to April, May, and June, you have Zandra, the self-proclaimed goddess of adventure. She is the Three Caballeros guide, guardian, and teacher of who they are, how they ended up here, and their roles. Basically, their great-grandfathers or somebody in the, the past have were the three original three Caballeros going on grand adventures, fighting off mystical beings, and uh, finding lost treasures. And Jose, Panchito, and Donald Duck are their descendants and have been charged now with the, the same job, uh, despite the fact that they don't actually want it. The voice talents in this, I thought, were actually very rich and very good. Uh, Donald Duck is continuing his role uh, as Tony Anselmo. I apologize if I butchered that name. This has been the guy who's done Donald Duck since 1986. So he's, you know, this... For most people, this is the voice that you know as Donald Duck, um, besides uh, Ducky Nash, Terrence Ducky Nash, who was the original voice. So yes, you have Tony as Donald Duck, which is the way it should be. You have Eric Baruza as Jose. Jamie uh, Camille as Panchito. Jessica DiCaro as April, May, and June as the nieces. Uh, Gray Griffin as Zandra and then Wayne Knight as Baron Von Sheldgoose he's one of the, the antagonists and uh, I mean you pick out the voice instantly of course you know it's Wayne Knight you know it's Newman from Seinfeld um, from the Jurassic Park you, just, you recognize the voice but he just fits the character so well as does everybody else. Continuing along, you have Kevin Michael Richardson as the other um, antagonist. It kind of works in uh, conjunction with Wayne Knight's character. So Kevin Michael Richardson uh, plays Lord Feldrake Shellgoose. Uh, you remember Kevin Michael Richardson as Gantu from Lilo and Stitch and many others. Then you have, last but not least, D. Bradley Baker as Aerie, the Aeroquan bird. He basically, Aerie's job is he's charged of maintaining the house. He, and as an Aeroquan bird, you could just imagine how good of a job he does sometimes. The stories are set up in conjunction with each other. Um, all 13 just flow right through. Episode 1 the ends, episode 2 picks up the same point. Episode 3 picks up the same point that where episode 2 ends. So it's just right in conjunction with each other. It's an overall story arc. Um, so it's one you have to see each episode to figure out what's going on because there is a progression. Uh, there's a progression in the three Caballeros. There's a progression in the antagonists on regaining um, their abilities. Uh, three Caballeros who initially want nothing to do with their task job um, and basically 
are self-admitted chickens and lazy and but you see them slowly develop and realizing okay I need to do something here or I need to be involved here and we need to learn how to work together even though we don't really know who we are, each other are we do have a bond and we do kind of need to do something about it. It, it it's a nice progression so far I haven't seen all 13 episodes I'm about halfway through and um, it's not disappointing I I'm I am really enjoying it. Of course, there's running gags throughout the the, the door to their um, adventure club type place keeps falling. It's always being knocked off and uh, having to be replaced. The style of animation I I like because it's more the traditional style. It's not a, a modern style of animation. Um, very much smacks of the the 40s and the 30s style animation. Um, that we're used to in the, the uh, Disney shorts. Uh, obviously, it's new technique. It's CGI and um, all that uh, hand-drawn CGI overlays. Um, it's not the... But it's not like DuckTales that went to a very comic book style of animation um, with a lot more rough edges and um, a much more modern look. This is... You look at it, it looks like the Donald Duck that you've grown up with, you've known your entire life. Um, so, it's it's very well done. Um, the Some of the stories can be a little bit of a stretch of how it goes, but that's not a bad thing. It, it's They're fun. Um, watching these three go into adventures. I mean, we haven't seen the three Caballeros together on screen since... Ooh, um, the House of Mouse. If you remember that, the, um, the Disney shows from the 90s on Saturday. God, Saturday morning cartoons. So that, those were the days. Saturday morning cartoons where you actually wanted to get up early because you didn't have to go to school and you sit th sat there from 8 a.m. to noon watching cartoons. And, I mean, you had great cartoons back then. A lot of Disney cartoons back then, too. But the House of Mouse was one of those where you'd introduced traditional classic shorts or modern Mickey Mouse shorts. Um, not the ones that we have now. There was actually a time period between the, the old shorts um, that Walt was actually involved in and uh, what they're putting out now that they're even basing attractions on. There was ones in the 90s that they did um, that were fairly well done. Um so yeah, we actually had the three Cavaleros back then, and I don't think that was the first time that they've been together again on screen since the original Forty Four movie. How about that? But one thing leads to another in this case. So you know, having the three Cavaleros together again, I mean, obviously different voices and stuff, but it's just it's fun and it's it's. Adventurous. It's a buddy movie because you, you know the buddy show because you got the two of them together. But you have thinking about it, you have a heavy female influence as well between April, May, and June and Zandra. Zandra is kind of the I don't want to call it the, sh the straight girl, but you know she she's definitely the anchor. Um, you know, and she takes them to where they need to go, and she's got her own uh, compelling story too, and. 
it's just the interaction of all the characters is is so well done. And the villain, the way that they introduced the villain, I, and I won't I won't spoil it for you now. Hoping that you can see it. Um, but the way that they introduce, I love how they introduce the antagonist uh, in the first episode. And it wasn't just, you know, oh, I'm the bad guy, here I am. He's, you know, the, there is a point to this character. He, he, the way that Donald runs into him is just kind of, fun, kind of hysterical. I mean, you kind of figure out, okay, maybe this is guy, this is going to be the guy. Um, and it, it turns out, obviously, it is. So, yeah, the, the interaction is good. The characters are good. Uh, the development is good. The, you know, find the. You know, the, these three bums, more or less, find out that they have all these riches. And they want to have a yard sale. I mean, that's that's how it starts off in the, the first episode. First thing that these guys want to do is have a yard sale. So, and then they find out, well, maybe we shouldn't. And just, it just all flows nicely. Have you gotten to see these shows? Let me know. Um, on the shout out on the Facebook group, Facebook.com/slash Disney Marvels Podcast. Let me know what you think of the shows. Let me know if you have any ideas. Ho hope it keeps going. I mean, like I said, shows only available in the Philippines right now, but hopefully we will be seeing it sooner than later. I mean, unfortunately they're closing down the Three Caballeros ride in Epcot to replace it with Coco. But you know, maybe this is just another life for, for them. They're not going away. So what do you think of the show? Let me know. Again, Facebook group. And uh, while you're at it, don't forget to go subscribe to the show. Share it out with your friends. Let everyone know that you're watching, that you're listening. And give us a good old rating on uh, whatever system that you're getting the show through. You know, five stars would be brilliant. You know, love the content, love the topics. If you have an idea for a topic, email me or put on the Facebook group. Let me give you that Facebook group again one more time in case you missed it. It's facebook.com slash Disney Marvels Podcast. That's facebook.com slash Disney Marvels Podcast. Or the email for the show is disneymarvels at gmail.com. One more time, that's disneymarvels at gmail.com. You know, keep in touch. Let's keep this conversation going. Let's keep everyone in touch. I hope everyone's doing well. Thank you very much for spending your time with me. And yeah, I appreciate it. I know you got a lot going on in your lives. But, you know, these moments together are special to me. Thank you very much. I want to leave you today, being that it's Independence Week or Independence Day in the United States, with a quote from Walt Disney. Laughter is America's most important export by Walt Disney. And he's very true. Our comedies and our laughter and our movies and stuff do reach through the world throughout. Oh, that's just my little one right there, speaking of laughter. Well, thank you very much, everyone, and I'll see you next time. Say hi. Hi. Take care, everyone. We're three caballeros, three brave caballeros. They say we are birds of a feather. We're happy amigos, no matter where he goes. The one, two, and three goes. We're always together.